Hey, there we go. Yeah. Hey, hello, everybody. Welcome to Speaking of Smowdown. This is a sports talk show devoted to the movie trivia Smowdown, which is an elite movie trivia league, uh, which means it is like the the MLB. Uh, oh, we lost we lost Ryan. He'll be back, I'm sure. It is like the MLB of uh, movie trivia, which means these are the big dogs and the big cats and the and the big boys and girls, and they don't mess around. Uh, and and we had a hell of a week of matches, couple teams matches. Welcome back, Ryan. Uh, hey, thank we, you. Uh, we had uh, uh, a hell of a Star Wars tournament uh, match, and yeah, that title match was last night. And holy crap, we will get into that on the back half. Uh, but to remind everyone who is watching now, you can go over to Stereo at the Jcast Network right now if you would like, and leave us your comments. Or if you follow Frenchie already, you can go there quickly. Uh, we are connected and live on stereo right now. We will play your comments here in a little bit if you have any. That being said, let's get right into the show. We, uh, As we usually do, uh, we got Double D here, our numbers guy. How you doing, Dan? Well, I'm uh, broadcasting from uh, a new place uh, temporarily, but I'm happy to be here. Uh, I just wrote on with you guys. It's good to have you here once again, man. I love your segments, and I love them more and more every week. I really do. I, I'm starting to get it uh, uh, slowly but surely. We'll see about this week's segment. I'm going to throw you a whole bunch of numbers and maybe even a formula. So let's see if you can Uh-oh. get there. I'm already lost. Uh, Chris Lopez, everyone. How are you doing, buddy? Yo, what's going on, y'all? I mean, uh, right back at it again. Thank you so much for inviting me back on the program. And I'm excited. What a, what a, what a week. Yeah, uh, I mean, it may not be the craziest matches, but they're—I mean, they could be crazy for different reasons. But hey, like we're right here speaking of what's going on, y'all. Yeah, uh, glad to have you here. Every time you're on the show, I feel like uh, the girl I asked to prom just accepted my invitation. So thank you once again. <laughs> Thanks, brother. And Ryan, how you doing, buddy? Uh, you, this is your first time on this show, but uh, done another show with you before. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks a lot for uh, inviting me on. You know, this is just uh, fantastic uh, to talk Smowdown, to talk, you know, how great of a week it was. And you know what? It's just great to hang out with you guys. Thanks a lot for having me again. You're very welcome. And uh, we do uh, we do talk about the matches in a game style, a little uh, hot potato version of, of uh, is, is what we do. Uh, we will talk about these matches and our producer Frenchie in the back. He's got times. In his head, uh, predetermined where if if someone, well, whoever is talking, when his little timer goes off, is removed from the game. Uh, and, and uh, yeah, th- there are consequences for the winners and losers. Uh, winners obviously have a reward and the losers' consequences that will come into play in the interview section where we do have Andrew DiMolanta today. Uh, so let's get into this first match here. Um we had uh, in the Star Wars. We had uh, Adam Witt versus uh, Zach Burkett. Um, I I really enjoy Adam Witt. One, I I enjoy his character. He's not a bad player, but man, the dude just can't. He just can't seem to pull one out here lately. What's going on? It's yeah. it's the competition, man. The competition in Star Wars is so top notch that these Star Wars and these these Dragon Con folks are making it easier anyway. But Witt is the personification now of having a bad record and still being really good at what you do. Look at his two losses this year, Burkett and Harper. They both damn near went perfect. Let's also keep that in mind. Yeah. Witt has showed he can go with the big boys. 
So his record, yes, 0-4, doesn't indicate what kind of player he is. And mm-hmm. it's not just that, but his value to the dungeon as the the the, the consummate professional, the consummate uh, helping his team out. Right. What a fantastic player to have on your team. Yeah, and, you know, it's just that, you know, we talked, I talked about this with Tim Sim uh, last week where, you know, Zach Burnett was getting a lot of hype, but I said you can't really doubt him at this point because he definitely shown improvement with his last match with Thomas Harper. So, obviously, the proofs of the pudding where Zach is actually better, but going into the unknown, we just didn't know uh, what Zach was going to do. But, uh, obviously, I'm not, obviously, I'm not disappointed with Adam's performance, but if he's going to remain in this league, he's got to step it up even further so he can finally get that win. And you just – oh, go ahead. Um, yeah, I'm going to steamroll your ass, buddy. <laughs> oh, see, okay, cool. So as I was saying, um, with Adam Witt, right, it's not that he needs to step up his game. It's more so, like, just look at the competition he's played so far this year. And – and those numbers that he puts up against Harper and Whit and Harper, excuse me, Harper and uh, Burkett, he beats Goal Leader, he beats Wilson, he beats Sullivan, he beats all these folks, right? So that record does not reflect what he's capable of doing. Just wait until another tournament or his next match if he does get another match this year. Like Adam Witt's none to play with, and is he FCL bound? You're crazy. You're absolutely not. He's he's taken both of these Dragon Con players to the five point question. A right. lot of other comp, a lot of other competitors in the Star Wars division could not do what Adam Witt has done. Yep. Yeah. And, and Chris, uh, answer your question. Yes, I am crazy, but it's okay. I am crazy. Last time I, you had me on this show, you talking about you talking about Hoyt going to the FCL. Now we're talking about Witt going to the FCL. Come on, now you're yeah. better than that, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, But you know what? If, if we actually uh, go, obviously we're going to talk about my segment later on, but. Mm-hmm. I have actually something where we can actually pair someone up with Wit, and maybe he might pull out a win. So that's just kind of a pre, uh, like a, a little bit of a tease to my segment. But oh, I, I think if, I think if you put Wit up against anybody else besides Harper or Burkett at this juncture yeah, of the game, but you know, there, there's he a, wins. Yeah, but there's a formula for it, and we'll get to that when uh, uh, in my segment. So just to kind of give you a little bit of a tease. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, but. He met, he let um, a steal go to Zach uh, in round two. Mm-hmm. Totally, no. yes, he did. But that wasn't the see. And I I don't know if you want to stay on Star Wars a little bit, Ryan. Do you want to talk about the tag matches real quick? Sure, why not? Did you which match did you prefer out of the two that we got this week? Hmm, I wasn't a big fan of the uh, the so called danger zone against the oh, so called. The black the so-called they danger played zone. blackjack. Because, no, danger zone played. Oh, midterms, midterms. Excuse me, midterms. midterms. I was actually really, really impressed with the midterms. Or uh, Jonathan Harris really impressed me coming back. And I, you know what, Ben Bateman, you know what, he's a great player, but all of his shenanigans during that match just kind of made me go, you know what? Even Dan, it looked like Dan was getting a little frustrated with Ben at that time too. Well, look at their characters, man. They typically don't work too well together, and it's the greatest of all time and one of the best to play it right now. And yeah, Bateman was the only person to miss a question out of the two of them. But yes. th- you said they're so-called danger zone. They're they're danger to me. Like, that's one hell of a team, but the midterms put up a fight 1,000%. Uh, 
I, I don't think deception thinks they're danger zone. They, yo, looks can be deceiving. <laughs> deception should know something about that for being frank. Well, yeah, but in the same token, like the way deception played their match, flawless. It almost looks like those two on a totally different level when it comes to understanding each other, uh, communicating with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? It, it it's like it's like that marriage was made. Word, yeah, that marriage was made, but like deception, one hell of a team with Collins and Marisol McKee, like, and they're gonna do great. And I cannot wait for I this match. I love have no reaction, but you just won the fucking game, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Just want, just want to be frank. You, you muted, Jay Wade. Okay, hey, Frenchie, get back out here for one second. <laughs> where's Fre- where's, where's Frenchie? Thank you, thank you. What do you want? What do you want, Jay Wade? Thank you, Frenchie. We we have got. I, I understand, Chris. I understand, and you know what we're what, what we're talking about. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you, you don't understand, like how much how much you are needed and wanted here dude oh my uh, god you're making me blush stop it with, with that with that performance in that segment Frenchie, am i wrong or was that absolutely amazing that, that, that is a, that, that is a straight because usually when someone wins like yes yeah. or, or you know like when someone gets eliminated yes you're you just straight up baller be like hey i'm here I Yo, like, I just want to continue Ryan's <laughs> point. Ryan was making a great point, and I wanted to back that up. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I want to talk about deception. And you I know what? Right. The key the key to winning the game was to take the hosting reins and allow Ryan to answer my question. That's ah. what it was. Oh, look at that guy. Look oh, at he, he knows uh, how to play the as a good, game. As a good Canadian, I will. I, 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 I can see. <laughs> See, y- y'all put up a fight. I was scared. I was waiting to get the, the boot at some point. Uh, in my mind, I, want, I wanted a, a fast elimination today because there's a lot to talk about, but I want to right. do a fire round elimination and just ended up being because usually, Chris, I love you, but you, you can't shut up. So I, I was expecting you right. to be the first one out. You can't <laughs> shut up. Right. I was trying to be like, oh shit, it's me. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> okay. uh, uh, real quick, we got a couple of stereo comments. Going to go ahead and play those, Sweet. and then we'll continue discussing uh, here about, excuse me, uh, about the matches. Uh, ASG. Oh, what's up? For the dungeon, they have uh, Hoey and Molly Damon for Star Wars. So maybe what would be better, Sudo uh, and IG, especially if. Uh, uh, what's called Merle doesn't uh, go IG and then they have one with the belt and need a second player for a tournament. Yeah. The dungeon does have a ton of star Wars players. So, I mean, he can definitely take a seat if he wants to. They got Mara and they got Robert Parker. Ah, Mara can play star Wars too. She can. Supposedly. Yeah. We would have to look at their numbers because how well is she going to do against these uh, deep cut? Right, Bateman, sixty days. Right, apparent. I mean, Mara made it a point to, em- to she emphasized that to start the year off. She's like, "Yo, I've been studying some Star Wars with Molly." And it's like, "Well, geez, if you're gonna learn with anybody, Molly Damon's one hell of a person to to be coaching you." Now, Adam Wit, right? Even though it's no secret, Adam Wit's one of the best personalities in this whole thing. Yeah, but I I think Wit, as much as I hate to say it, he might have to take a step back from Star Wars. And maybe maybe do teams. Team up with somebody. Like, hey, no strangers to teams. 
So I keep that in mind too. But Hoey, Hoey was really good. Uh, yeah, for all we know, Mara could be with Wit, and that's one hell of a learning tree to be under. So I think yep. I think they'll be fine with Star Wars. Wit, maybe not so much. Yep. Uh, we got another comment here from our our uh, our buddy Dagan. Uh, play. What's up, y'all? Always love spending my Saturday afternoon here talking Shmodan with you guys. I here's a question. I was kind of posing this to the LGR guys last night too. But um, do you think that the four teams that are in the semifinals of this tournament are four of the best teams that we've ever seen in the history of the Shmodan? I would say that they're probably top tier. Um, but yeah, that's just my question for you guys for now. Mm, that's a tough question because we haven't seen a lot of what they can do. Uh, hopefully, uh, ho- they they are impressive, but hopefully they can continue on, and hopefully we'll see more of them as the season progresses, and maybe in next season we'll see more of them. But to say like, oh, they're the best that we've ever seen is too early to call. Fair. Uh, three of these teams are new. The, it's they're making their debuts in this tournament. Deception obviously has played before. I don't know. Like on paper, yes, they look great. All yeah. four teams look spectacular, and their performances back that up. All four of them, respectively. Mm-hmm. And I, I mm-hmm. still think that Lightning Time and the Outsiders had the best match of the opening round. But damn, like Danger Zone looks good. Bateman missed one question, right? And mm-hmm. Rushmore looked great. JTE's back. Deception obviously looks killer. But the best of all time, I oh geez, that's that's rough. That's that's rough. I don't know if if that'll maybe oh, not not yet. Like what Dan said, too soon, too soon, just a little bit too soon. Ryan, I love. Hey man, uh, I, I don't mind. I love it, dude. It's a great little side story we've got going on during the during the main plot of the show. I dig it, man. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, let, let's Sorry, do, internet issues. Before we run out of time in this segment, though, let's definitely talk about the danger zone and uh, the midterms here for a second. Because I, the, the main thing I want to bring up about this um, was the reprimand, the, the the reprimand rather, the the official warning, uh, as Christian put it. Again, well, there wasn't, dude. Shut, get out of here, Frenchie. You know what he meant. You know what he meant. Damn, damn it! Come on, man. Yeah, come on, man. Um, <laughs> I, I'm so I love it when Biden says, "Come on, man." It's the it's the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, when uh, when Bateman uh, was officially warned by Christian to stop talking, um, I mean, I've it, it, I've heard some stuff like that before, but I've never really heard Christian just straight up be like, "That's an, like." I mean, Ellis told him stop talking, and Christian said, "That's an official warning." And I, I, I hit up Christian, and I just wanted to know uh, what what the punishment or the penalty would have been if Bateman would have thought, because I wasn't sure if that was kind of a tongue-in-cheek kind of a thing or if there would have been consequences. Right. And, uh, yeah, Christian said that they uh, the dungeon would have lost one JTE if Bateman would have continued to talk. Oh, I'm taking <laughs> using Koi's internet. Um yeah, okay, so not being docked the point by any means, so not we're not out here swearing a ton, but talking too much in a match. Well, he he kept talking to, right. to opponents. Yeah, he was talking smack. Yeah, he was, he was talking to smack. 
Hawkinson. Yeah, yeah. Because you've seen that before. That's what, the, that's what the showdown like. That's how these competitors talk to each other during a match. They they talk their smack, and I mean, I totally get it. But now we're getting punished for it. Like, and I know, especially with characters like Bateman, it could be too much. But that's a part of the character, and honestly, that's a part of the charm of a guy like Ben Bateman. You know. Right. And it was funny because the, the, the time that he got the warning, he was complimenting the other team on their, their good round that they had just played. And, and and just Mark and Christian weren't having it, dude. They're just like, dude, we got to move on with this match. You got to be quiet. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just, I didn't know if, like I said, I didn't know if that was just like a slap on the hand, like just letting him know, don't do it again. And nothing would have happened or if there would have actually been consequences and there would have been consequences had Bateman continued to uh disrupt the match. Hello yeah, Fred. I think it's I'm just covering bit. for Ryan right now in the meantime. That's, cool. That's uh, cool. Yeah I think it's a little bit fair when they're going on and on and on and it's like okay we need you to just shut up and we gotta go on with this match because we mm-hmm. have the, these kind of issues uh in our own uh show. So it, and then for Bateman he's playing a character so he has to be mindful of that as well. It's not just the warning of Christian, but it's also Bateman's job to actually know when too much is too much. Right. Yeah. Uh, we got another uh, stereo comment here. Let's uh, hear He's from Bateman. Hey, Ryan. He's kind of back. He looks sleepy. All right. So here's the thing. I love Ben Bateman as a character and as a performer, and I get that he wants to be a total heel, but – for somebody that claims to have such respect and I know loves this game so much to have him talk like that and kind of cut a mini promo as Ellis was trying to read that question, I feel like is a little bit, you know, crossing the line, but that's just me. And I get a potential punishment being in place there if he were to continue, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. And also that wasn't the first time either. He had done it before during the match and, you know, you can, you know, giving somebody like, dude, come on, we got to move on with the match. But after you do that a couple times, dude, yeah, I'm going to get a little irritated too. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was getting kind of like, okay, enough. Yeah. And I mean, I'm biased. Like, I, Ben Bateman's my favorite competitor rocking right now. And I totally understand. Like, my man wants to do the character. He wants to be the best he can. He wants to be the best boss, right? But at the same time, if you're interrupting Mark and Christian doing games, yeah, then that's that or like calling the matches. That's the problem. That that's where you run into an issue. Yeah. So I don't blame them for reprimanding him for that, but him just talking to smack in between questions or in between rounds or whatever, not disrupting or interrupting Mark or Christian. Okay, like that's. I think we can pump the brakes on that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Ryan, you were having some issues. Uh, we got to move on, but we will. We're gonna have a bigger. Yeah, I apologize. End of the at, at, at the end of the show, uh, and we'll get some of your thoughts on that. Then, how's that sound? Cool. Um, uh, but uh, I did have a closing thought. I was gonna say just now before we moved on to uh, sexy numbers, but yeah, fuck me, I can't remember it. So it happens said everybody it is time for i'm gonna talk dirty to you for a second math double d's sexy numbers take it away buddy what do you got for us today all right so uh, all right here we go so we've heard this question for years now who do you got and it's basically who's going to win this match 
And we've always wanted, personally, there, there's always been a one, like, who's going to win? We, 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 would, we would like to know who would win. Uh, and there is a formula that can predict who has the greater possibility to win uh, with, obviously, uh, probabilities and everything. So we, uh, okay, so, so here's the formula. So it's Z equals X minus the average over the standard deviation. Now, we've talked in the past about standard deviation, and everyone should know what the average is. If you don't know what it is, hold on a second. We'll get to that in a bit. But first, let's talk about the new things, uh, X and uh, Z. Uh, so X can simply be any number. Uh, it can be an opponent's average, it can be a competitor's previous score, it can be the high and low scores from a confidence interval, it can be anything. It can be a number that we put, picked out of thin air, apply it there, boom, it, it's anything. Uh, and Z, it represents a Z score. And basically when you solve for X, when you solve everything, you get a number. It can range anywhere between negative 5 and 5. And you will look that up, and that re represents the percentage of uh, the possibility of that competitor winning. So let's take, just to kind of give everybody a visual, right, let's take the example Z equals 1.42. Uh, uh, you have, on the co first column, you have uh, anywhere between uh, 5.0 and lower. And on the first column, you have everything on the hundreds place. And you would find where uh, 1.4 and where 0.02 cross. And for that, it's 0 0.9, 0.92. I'm just going to round up because I'm not going to uh, complex everything. Uh, now, usually we would be done here, but it depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking for values that are higher than X, you would subtract, you would uh, subtract that number from one, and that's the values that are greater than one. Uh, that's the uh, the, uh, the probability of a competitor gaining over the value of X that we pulled. So, uh, Chris, uh, what value would you think would be a good value to put into this equation? Into the into the X or into the Z? X. We're looking for X. Okay. Oh, geez, I haven't done math in literal years. Well, just pick pick something. It doesn't matter what it is. Uh, I'll tell you whether you're right or wrong. Oh, man. Um, Jesus. Okay. I have three uh, options here for you if you would like some help. There's the uh, opponent's average, the competitor's previous score. Uh, let's just stick with that. Uh, yeah, let's do, let's do the competitor's previous score. How about that? Well, I mean, yeah, but we're looking for opponents. Oh. Uh, so this would be a competitor. This would be solving for a single competitor. Okay. Uh, so if we're looking for someone to compete their opponent, you would probably look for an opponent's average. But there's right. something wrong with that because uh, uh, you, it's like using an Allen wrench when a crescent wrench would work. Sure. So even though they're technically both wrenches, one's better than the other. So right. let me ask you this. Do you know what the median is? Yes or no? Yeah. Do you know whether a median is or no? What a median is? Yes. Uh, I Yes, I, I think so. Okay, so uh, just let me move on. because uh, 
So there, basically the median is the middle number uh, mm -hmm. of, of your data set. So let's start with the average because that's what everyone knows. Basically, we take we have a data set of values. We take the sum, we divide the number of values there are in that data set, and that's our average. The median is a little bit different. It can be the average in some cases, but not in all. So if you're dealing with an odd number of uh, odd number in your data set, you usually list uh, the numbers from least to greatest, and you pick the middle number. With the even data set, you take the average of the two middle numbers. So it's basically, so that way you have a middle number of the ground. The interesting thing is, is that the median, when it's not the average, it tells you where all the data is coming from. So let's look at this example right here. So we have five, two, and 11. So we list the numbers from least to greatest. Uh, that's the sum. We take the sum of that, that's 18, divided by the three numbers we have, the average is six. Now, since we have an odd number in our data set, the middle number is five, and it's the median is below the average, and that tells us that all of our data, most of our data points are coming from below the average. And this way, if you can beat that, you most likely will beat your opponent. So that's why the me that's why I'm personally using the median. You can have actually have another number substitute for X and it would still work out and maybe you will actually provide the same. What's up? My brain is bleeding right now. <laughs> okay, don't worry. So basically, I know this is going to be a lot, but I promise you this is going to be very spectacular because I'm not waiting till July for the collision. We are having our very own collision on Speaking of Snowdown. We have... Uh, the Shire Wolves versus uh, uh, Above the Line as our main event. Uh, our first match is Stacy Howard versus uh, Andrew Guy. So who, who do you think, Chris, has the better probability of winning a match in this, between these two? If I had to pick one, I'd, I'd say the higher probability would go to Stacy. You are correct. Based on her uh, data set. Holy shit. Yeah, Stacey Howard has a 73% chance at winning, a probability of winning, whereas Andrew Guy has a 27% chance of winning. Our second match, it's Alex Damon, the former champion. Yes, that's an old picture, but so sue me. Uh, I'm actually, I actually did this myself, so so sue me. Versus Sam Whitworth, the long-awaited match. They're going head-to-head. -head. Who do you think, uh, who do you got in this match? Oh man, I'm assuming Damon. You are correct, That's but dumb. it's not as bad as the previous one. Uh, Alex Damon has a 64% chance at winning, whereas Sam Whitworth has a 36% uh, per chance at winning. So it's a little bit higher, but obviously Alex is the favorite to win in this match. So yes, the third match in our lineup Mara Kanopic versus the smasher Kevin Smith. So, who do you got in this one, Chris? Oh, oh no. Smith <laughs> uh, all the way, baby. Based oh. off of record alone, I'm going to say Mara. I hate to do this to you, Frenchie. Mara Kanopic <laughs> has the slightest, slightest advantage. But I will say this. It's a, a 
okay, Mara has a 52% chance at winning, whereas Kevin Smets has a 48% chance at winning. This is literally very similar to a coin toss. This is a, no more different than a 50-50% uh, chance at this. So, right. so literally, either way, it could win, but Mara is definitely has the better odds. So now our main event. Oh, the Shire Wolves versus Above the Line. It's uh, it, it, we wanted to have this, but Sam ducked out. So I ask you, Chris, one final time, who do you got in this? Oh man, jeez, uh, <laughs> who would win this? I would say between the Shire Wolves and Above the Line, I think. Oh my God! <laughs> you can also say it's a towing cost. Is it 50 50? 51 48. has the slightest lead, a 2% chance at winning. But oh, this wow. is why that equation is such a valuable tool for us to have. Because as you can see, we have these results and we can know who our uh, potential winners are going to be. But again, Kevin Smith and Above the Line are probably going to give a run for the their opponent's money oh yeah oh yeah this is this that's awesome i want to see that card that's yeah. a card to watch yeah that would be definitely a but you can't do it because obviously most of those people are retired so unfortunately include for our segment so what does roxy have to say uh roxy what she has to say is you have the sexiest numbers by far yeah. hey real quick do you guys hear a little beeping sound it a just, little bit. It a was there. All right. It just ended. All right, cool, cool. Just make sure. Yes. Uh dude, I will I will say I will tell you, man. Um the, the first half of your segment went way over my head, dude. I felt like a smirk. I know, I know. That's why I, I, I got through that because I wanted to give you something really good. But yeah, it, it, it was really a little good. bit, but I knew it was gonna be a while, but I wanted to make it worthwhile. And I feel like this is worthwhile yeah it was awesome it was awesome uh thank you very much double d and his sexy numbers uh we were going to drop those fellas off bring up frenchy for frenchy's corner uh where i don't know i'm not sure what he's going to try to convince me of this week but it's got to be good there's no convincing you bro there's going to be arguments but hey it's going to be good arguments so for today's frenchy's corner we're going to start with for, uh, with our first one i I wasn't sure at first when you you proposed like you, I I don't know what he's gonna uh, pitch at me. Uh, you lie. This is your stuff, bro. Your question, your selection, my friend, is should title matches have JTEs? Now, uh, it's an interesting question because you would think, right? Uh, JTEs should be everywhere, but if you think about it, um, the top of the top of the top should know their stuff like that if you are the best you are the best and you shouldn't need jtes like in free-for-alls there's no jtes it's either you know it or you don't but the more i thought about it the more i realized that everyone's human everyone has brain farts everyone has you know moments that they know their stuff but like it or not especially in singles especially in singles you can yawn all you want bro Especially, <laughs> especially in singles, it's so vast that, you know, there's things that you can confuse, and especially the way the questions are written, 
they are traps most of the time. They are made a certain way. You have to double think. And for those kind of questions alone, especially in a title match, um, title match, you kind of need a go back. So um, and before you start nodding off, I'm gonna fall asleep for like the third time if I don't start talking now. Um, it, uh, it, it's okay. It's it, I understand you have a very short attention span, Jay Wade. That's what I got the Mountain Dew for, baby. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I will admit, I will admit, like you, I had some thoughts on the opposite side here at first. Like my first thought, my first thought, and it sealed it for me was looking at it from the competition angle, the sports angle, which I love to do, which this might show some of my progression over time. Uh, my initial thought was, no, you know, this is, it, it's a match. It's a match just like every other match. It should, you shouldn't. Uh, you shouldn't alter things. It's just a regular match. They're playing for the title. But then I was like, no, it's not a regular match. There are two extra rounds. They've already altered the regular match format uh, to make it more more interesting and more more competitive and more hard. But, but, but you said it yourself. You said it yourself. There's two extra rounds, and that's the thing. If anything, if, if if anything, you should add, you should, this if anything. This is not like a tournament match. This is not a regular. This it's, is for the belt. It exactly. should be the highest possible level. Exactly. So it, because you have two extra me. rounds, because you have two extra rounds, you know, if all else, you actually need an extra GTE because what? strategy, yes, strategy comes in hand. You need to make sure you know what you're talking about because everything's on the line. I don't know Everything's what I'm talking about. dude. What are you adding a JTE? That's yeah. stupid me saying because that they did not have them at all. But I want to be completely contrary for your what you're saying, bro. And it makes sense to add an AGTE because you have five rounds of competition. And the questions are like, no disrespect to Rager and uh, and and Big Gubbins. But you can see in the rookie matches, if I'm able to answer most of the questions, it's fucking easy, okay? Uh, but when it comes to, to, to title matches, certain questions are brain-numbingly hard. As it should be. It should be. Match. But that's Every why it's required. That's why it's required at GTE. Possibly be, dude. Minimum three, maximum four. Because GTEs are not just used for, you know, remember, they're used for strategy. Dude, they're used, they're used stupid to me saying there shouldn't be any at all. I would rather argue that you should keep three as opposed to your stupidity of having <laughs> Bro, bro. What the hell is going on, dude? A, a lot of things. But, like, GTEs are a necessary part of the trivia. But if you take away everything... First of all, you're not going to get amazing pulls. There's pulls in in any match, not let alone a, a belt contention or a belt match uh, that you know you are only are only possible if you really think about it for 30 seconds, 45 seconds, no. and you take away and you take away also the suspense at the end, the last round, round five. That, the, that suspense, knowing you don't. No, 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 no. The suspense of you know, I, I, I can't pull out right now an exact an example. <laughs> Take your meds, bro. Take your meds. Um, there, there's I can't uh, think of an example right now off the top of my head, but there's a couple of times they actually won, right? Because they had to milk it, find have that forty five seconds thought to 
find that particular answer. You don't have that if you have no JTEs, and that it's, is a necessary thing. It's a title match. It should be at the most difficult it can possibly be. Like, dude, you earn your way to that title match, and then you got to earn that fucking title. Well, talk about title matches. The next conversation is going to be Good, interesting. I want, I'm declaring myself the winner. Uh, well, like any dictator. Uh, like, so... <laughs> is the era of Alex Damon over? Um, we saw right the last match is not like the first uh the first bout versus the Malanta and Damon. No. Uh he was shaken, it shows. Uh he was tired, he showed it showed. Is it time for a new era without Alex Damon as uh, a future champion? Because he can always come back, right? But will he? Will he be able to go over slump, which is the Malanta? I say yes. And hear me out. There, for those who are like, no, it's the end of Alex Damon. He won't win again. Boy, are your memories short, boys and girls. Okay, Damon defended so many times the belt. He is a top of the game. He had one brain fart in the match and one, you know, not the best match ever, but he's human. Do you think you are know, you out there who are saying it's over for Damon? He can't bounce back. He is Star Wars. He is the ultimate knowledge. Things like that happen. But if you think he's over, these guys are nuts, okay? Because he will prove to you all that he is still the best. He is human. It's normal. The loss got to him. But now he's not back-to-back to back type of matches he had an ig match he had to prepare for the ig match his last stars match was just a, a little while back now he's gonna probably have a bit more of a waiting time because he's not in the automatic retitle contention match he has time to bounce back and an angry alex damon and an alex damon with time on his hands to restudy and focus only on star wars is a scary alex damon hey, hey. don't 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 you forget what he did in the past Okay, because I, no it's very in the past. So, so if you don't forget what he did in the past and you're writing me off, you're just I'm not nuts. writing off. I'm saying he had his magnificent run, and that run sadly has come to an end, and it's not going to come back to him because uh the the introduction there's too much new new fresh blood in the in the pool this year, man. And I mean, a Thomas Harper, Marie Wilson's, there's a lot of really good new players. And I just, he he lost it, man. Uh, okay. And I don't lost but, but, it. And he but, can't compete anymore. Before you, I mean, before you continue. For so long, I'm going to steamroll your ass. No, he, no, 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 no. But before you continue, before you continue, uh, Dagan actually has a good point uh, on the last thing we had. And this just shut you up, my friend. Uh, you wouldn't take away the team's three timeouts in the Super Bowl just because it's a title match. Boom. All right. So uh, before we uh, we start uh, exploding our brains here, I'm well, actually a Christian. We ain't comparing this to other sports. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> oh, yeah. But for someone who always does, don't, don't flip the coin. All right, so let's go on to our co-hosts here. Uh, I, I'm really curious to see what they think. And to be honest, I'm tired of hearing our shows talk. So Come on over, Dan. Come on over, Ryan and Chris. It's up to you. All right, so I'll start off. Uh, I'm a little bit torn between uh, the JTs. I, I think that we should have them in title matches. I'm going the other way with Frenchie. I think maybe we should limit it down to 
too, because I do see the argument between you should make it uh, a little bit more challenging. Narrowing it down to two, I do see the argument of like it's it's for the title match, but for three, maybe it should be limited down to two, just a little bit, just to two, and but we still have it nonetheless. And uh, for Alex Damon being over this era of Alex Damon being the champion, it's over. But that doesn't mean that he can't come back and fight his way back, uh, as we saw in his. The probability of him winning against Sam Whitworth. He had a 64% chance of winning Sam Whitworth. And obviously, we do all the Star Wars stuff with everyone. There's going to be a high yield to that, possibility of that. Yeah, I see. I, I think that you keep the championship matches, which are five rounds. You keep three JTEs in five rounds. I could be more inclined to say, okay, a three round match, you go down to two JTEs. That I could see. Okay, okay, wait a minute. Okay. So I'm sorry guys, but why why are we changing the game? What what's wrong with it? Like what's what, what, more exciting? I think it's I think we're as excited. Like, did you want that I, Star Wars match? I know I we're gonna I, as I completely agree with Chris. It's it's uh Jayway's uh Frenchie's corner subject, but why change it? It's fucking working. It's fucking working. Look at the match. I know, I know we're going to talk to Dimelanta in a little bit, but look at the match that he just had against Alex Damon a month ago, right? Like, and I don't, I forget how many JTEs they used, if any, <laughs> before sudden death. But this, I think the game's as exciting as it is. Like, I, we don't need to change anything about it, at least in regards to JTEs to be specific. And yes, like, the, I know, like, title matches are their most competitive. That, I mean, again, Demolanta Damon, not to stroke the man's ego, but the match is pretty damn good. But look at that. Like, that, that match probably is the best played match and the, like, ultimate schmodown match we've ever had. And those JTEs, like, they meant something, especially in, in Sudden Death. But here's the thing. You're only allowed one JTE in Sudden Death. So and, they already changed the game already. But that's the, that was, that's, those are the rules. Those are the established rules for sudden death. Now we're talking oh, five rounds proper? Like it hasn't always been like that. It's only been like the last few years. Oh, okay, I mean, the last few years, the Shemona competition has gone up exponentially. But those were the established rules back when they were live in studio. This digital age, there could be some uh, a, a word you just did not hear because of whatever, a glitch or something like that. Then I think so, then maybe there's a – then that's different. I think if they can't hear it, well, I mean, again, I don't think we should change it, but if we were, I'm saying if we were to change it, maybe sure. for title matches. I, I do agree that we should keep it alone. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Change it up. Let's see what we, maybe down to two for title matches. That, if that's, anything, I guess, down to two, I even think that's pushing it because to, yeah, to Jay's point, that's pushing. But to Jay's point, like, yes, the competition is higher because it's a title match. But at the same time, geez, if I'm going into the title match against an odd couple or a Dan Murrow or, or Andrew DeMolanta, I would like all three of my free repeats that have been a part of the game for years now. So just so I can, if I have the chance to beat these guys. Yeah, and I, I will I will concede to that. That 100%. we didn't change it, but I'm saying if we were to change it. If. But to, to answer the other question quickly, is the era of Alex Damon over? Now, I interpreted this question differently when I saw it in the show notes. Now, Frenchie made it sound like people are giving up on Alex Damon, which if that's the case, um, why? 
Yeah. Why? <laughs> I'm saying like oh, had a bad day at the office. Right, but he's, go ahead, Ryan. He's coming back in this in the Star Wars tournament at uh, later on, and he's going to be a refresh, rejuvenated Alex Damon. Watch out what he can do. He's the early favorite, as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely. Well, we'll, see, we'll, we'll have to wait and see, but there are we'll, early we'll contenders uh, that can actually may may actually beat him. There are early contenders. For him. But to Harper. stir the pot a little bit, I I, I do was think. To avoid it, of course, Harper. No, but uh, to stir the pot, stir the pot a little bit. Um, the era of Alex Damon is over. Andrew DeMolanta ended it when he beat him yesterday. Like that's that's what happened. And yes, Alex is not going anywhere. He's he's still going to play Star Wars. And to mm-hmm. me, I think he should just play Star Wars for going forward. If yeah. the tournament uh, doesn't wait until like the back half or later in the year, the last quarter. Yeah. But Alex it's Damon's true. era will probably be the first one up. Right, and Alex Damon's run with the title ended. Is it an extraordinary and legendary run? Yes. He defended the belt in multiple high-stakes high, high stakes matches. Yes. And, I mean, the match that he had against Dimolanta in April was one of the best matches, to me, the best match you've ever seen. He missed it by one by by one JTE, going back to that, right? If he had that repeat, he gets the question right, they're probably still playing, right? That's the crazy part. <laughs> but he the reign was ended there in April, but then Dimolanta beat him again yesterday. Solidified it, man. And it, it, it proved not only to everyone that Alex is human, but that Andrew's he's not he's not here to play around either. Yeah, he's damn good at what he does. And he ended Alex Damon's run, the legendary iconic run that will go down in the Hall of Fame in the Schmodown whenever well, the hell there's all of it. And I think Alex. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, man, we got we've got our guest here, so I'm gonna cut all of you people off. Uh, great conversation, though, um, and uh, I'm gonna explain real quick uh, as we uh, we do our hot matches at the start. This is how the uh, the winners and losers are rewarded and uh, not rewarded. Uh, Chris won, so he gets to start the interview with our guest, who uh, today is Andrew DiMolanta. And then second place enters shortly after, then third, and so on, uh, until everyone is on. Uh, so, Chris, take it away, sir. Sweet, yeah. So, y'all already know, joining me on Speaking of Schmodown, it is the Star Wars champion, one, one half of the guys who had, in my opinion, the best match of all time, Andrew the Hunter de Milanta. Andrew, man, what's going on? Uh, just chilling, uh, <laughs> trying to relax after that, that, that match yesterday is just, it's hard to relax after so many, just back to back, uh, like matches against the, the best to ever play in the division. So, um, I'm trying to relax I, as much as I can. I don't blame um, and, you, man. Yeah. I'm prepping for mother's day tomorrow. So, um, yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, and Andrew, first of all, congratulations, not only on the one, the win yesterday, but your win from last month as well. No, oh, thank like, you. That match is, I mean, I said this last night on an after show that I was a part of that that match is it's the perfect match. There was story. There was great gameplay. The question writing in that match. I mean, we'll talk about the questions for this, this match yesterday, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think that match that you had with Alex the first time around was perfect. And there's the, the tension, the challenge and the sudden and sudden death where it flipped the switch in your brain. You're like, you know what? Like now I'm mad and I'm going to win this match. Mm-hmm. Like it's, yeah. 
Go ahead, I, I think, yeah, I think that's what I really take away from that. I think what most people are going to, when they look back on that match, it's not like the score is amazing. 51 to 50. It's like we all, we all, he only missed one, what he absolutely knew. I think what everybody might be thinking about this match is like that challenge, the, just the, the, the guts to the, the challenge in that moment is, is like either you do it, you, you go big or you go home. And like, I think that's what I'm going to take away from that is like, God, I, I, if I don't challenge this, I'm not, it's not sitting here right now. So um, right. I think that's what, what was the most special thing about that match for me was that challenge and being able to like, no, I'm, I'm also right. Let's keep going because I'm not, I'm not ending this match like this. And something that we saw yesterday with your interactions with Koi, like mm-hmm. he kept telling you, just act like you're y'all are tied. Mm-hmm. Like how you were last time. Y'all were tied for 99.9% of the game. Mm-hmm. And this time around, did you, was that something that was set from the second you won, the second you knew you were going to play Alex again the following month? Was that president the same? Like almost like you're playing as the underdog that people were still going to mm-hmm. doubt you because you're not Alex. Cause Alex has been the champ for almost four years. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, we always go into this, um, these matches, like, don't let any, any outside force drive you. Don't let anything get in your head. I'm, the only thing that's allowed in my head is Star Wars knowledge. I'm not even allowed in my own head <laughs> because it, uh, in past matches, being in my own head cost me. Um, mm-hmm. so we look at these things as like, Hey, people will say what they're going to say. The polls will say, will will, will say what they're going to say. That doesn't matter. Focus on your game and, um, f- remember to don't let up. Because I, I kept telling myself that entire match is like anything can happen. You can blank on the last three questions, and um, he can come back and, and win it. We've seen crazy, crazy things. I mean, I, I look back in the Hannah match versus Zipper. Everybody's like, "Oh, no, it's over. It's over. Pack it up. Hannah's done." Well, Zipper misses, and then he, they go into sudden death, and and uh, Hannah pulls it out. So I was like, "I don't want that to happen. Stay focused. I know you have a pretty good lead, but don't relax." Um, and that was the mindset we always had: was uh, stay focused. And improved yesterday against yeah. Alex. So, Ryan, did you have something for Andrew? Yes, I did. Hey, Andrew, how you doing? Hey. Congratulations Good. from everybody up here in the north. Oh, thank you. Uh, question. Um, once you heard that first question, did you did you go, oh, the writers are really trying to stick it to myself and Alex for the match? Or did you just say, okay, it's a, it's, it's, it's a curveball. Let's just focus and move on. Yes to both, <laughs> because like <laughs> if you let the questions get to you, especially the first one, like I think you, if you ask any competitors, like that first question is probably pivotal because if you don't if you don't hit that first question, it could really set the precedent for the the, the match going forward. Hmm. Um, but like the second I heard that question, I'm like oh no, we're going there. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, this is this is probably what we're gonna see going forward. And I, I have to give it to PJ and the writers and the writing staff because like th- I like how these questions panned out. It wasn't just like. Oh, five pointers all over the place. It was like this ebb and flow of like, all right, we're going to give you Utobi in the first question, but then we're going to give you D Bradley Baker. And it's like, wait, what? It's like, or we're going to let you relax for one question. And then we're going to throw, throw another hook at you. And it's like, um, I really enjoyed the, just the, the, the broad scope of all the questions and how you, you think you can relax one second, but the second you relax, you, you slip up on the next one. And then it happened to both of us. Um, so the match. So yeah, the, from the number, the first question, like, Okay, we're going to go there. So let's <laughs> stay focused and be prepared for more of those type of questions. Yep. Awesome, awesome. Now, and yesterday, we were, I was talking to PJ Campbell on Shmomi the Money, mm-hmm. and he said that 
like y'all's first match was special and they wanted to keep it that way. So, yeah. and it wasn't, it wasn't like, Oh, let's make the questions harder. Just to, just stick it to them. Like, <laughs> no, it was just so we can keep that first match sacred mm-hmm. and we can obviously up the ante because these guys know everything. Like mm-hmm. they, they, what, where can we something at? And apparently Rise of Skywalker was the first, was the, the first, <laughs> first blow. Yeah that, yeah. that first question has been in my notes. Like Shmodan has ruined me for watching any movies, any TV shows. I'd like, I'll be watching, I'll be watching like a, a a show with my daughter uh like I don't know call, calling all tots or tots so I watch tots with her all the time she loves that show um and I'm my stupid brain is like oh man Casey's sister's names or how many siblings does Casey have it'd be a great Shmodan question I'm like the, the Shmodan has ruined me so when I was watching Rise of Skywalker like all these new creatures I'm like they're gonna ask about that they're gonna ask about that oh that that little creature at the end of the room, they're gonna ask about that so like it's like it, that that creature has been in my notes since i saw the rise of skywalker so um going to those places we're going to see a lot more of those uh hi andrew uh happy may uh with you uh <laughs> so uh, a little behind the scenes uh we're actually me frenchy and uh, jay way we're in a fantasy league together mm-hmm. i have been um, uh number se- i had the second pick of the draft you were my number one pick because <laughs> i have you. a feeling right here <laughs> you were gonna earn me so many points especially with the tournament i'm like okay if you're gonna lose to alex you're gonna go in the uh, draft if you're mm-hmm. going to the tournament earn me points there no harm file so i am very happy to see you <laughs> uh, the faction my faction name is the dragon fires i want to start oh, nice. off by knighting you as, uh, <laughs> Dragonfighter of Star Wars. <laughs> Thank you. Not even Laura Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Laura Kelly can't take that away from you. So put uh, <laughs> that on the Twitter, and I'll be happy. <laughs> uh, but uh, so one thing that we did uh, ask like long ago was like, who is going to be? Uh, I think it was like a Frenchie's Corner question. Like, who would be a team's like a, a, a team's captain? And I've worked with Bibbs uh, on BSD, and obviously you've worked with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you think that he would be a team's captain uh, for uh, the Perkin Mercs? Oh, he is our team captain. I mean, yeah. Bibbs is, is pivotal in, in prepping for prepping everybody, not just me, not just himself. Like, sometimes I'll talk to him, and like, you, you're spending too much time, you know, with me. And, and stuff. It's like, no, we, we have to focus on you right now because you're our next match, and it's a big one. So, and obviously we have the team, team title coming up at, at the end of the month. So um, he is so like unbelievably um, like pivotal in um, in preparation because I said it in my my last match in, in in our show that he gives us ridiculous things to pay attention to. It's like we're never gonna get to that. Like they, they just don't look at the stuff that he's giving us. Like they don't look at that in, in the Star Wars division. But he keeps saying it's like you never know. You absolutely never know because you don't want to be caught with your pants down again and uh and not know the question so we'd rather i'd rather throw at you now and have it in the back of your head um so and he does that with everybody not just me i mean obviously me and eric are we can't we can't contribute to the to the fashion as as much as i would like to because our focus is so niche like mm-hmm. if, i'm dreading that the exhibition uh, title or the, the champions exhibition because i'm going to embarrass myself <laughs> because it's if it's not star wars it's like uh is it this no, because like the free, we actually had a conversation. It's like um we were thinking of who to go put in the free for all, and I joking and said, "Hey, 
I'll go in if I want to embarrass myself. And then two weeks later, Koi calls me and he's like, Hey, remember how you jokingly wanted to put in going to the free for all? You actually want to do it? I'm like, No, absolutely not. No, I would last, I wouldn't even last around. So, um, yeah, having somebody like Bibbs, not only, um, obviously he's completely knowledgeable about movies, but somebody that understands the game in a way that I absolutely appreciate is pivotal to have. So, um, Andrew, uh, thank you very much for your time and being on the show today. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate it. Uh, it's nice to meet you. Uh, congratulations on last night. Holy shit, dude. That yeah. was great. Um, th- there is something, uh, not concerning last night or anything, but there's something I've been thinking about for a while, at least an exhibition match. But I, what would you, how do you think uh, a team's, Star Wars team's tournament or a match, or how do you think that would work? Is that even possible? Because if you think about oh, it, each faction has at least two uh, Star Wars players on each faction. Let's let's just maybe have a Star Wars team's uh, tournament just for fun. We'd have one match, and it would never end. <laughs> That's how it would go. <laughs> because you, it, a lot like how teams is, people will fill each other's gaps, um, and you'll you'll pick up the slack for your your, your competitors. So like, uh, it, it'll just keep going and going and going. It's like fifty one fifty. How about like you know twelve twenty to twelve twenty one or something like that? It, it would be ridiculous. Wow. Just the amount. It's because I, I say it all the time. Like it's there are no slubs in this division. Um, from the top to the bottom, like you look at everybody, like the, the competition is so razor thin mm-hmm. that we're all searching for that one question, just that one question that nobody else knows. Um, and sometimes I'll stumble across, I'm like, oh, I guess nobody knows that. And then I watch one of these matches like, oh, there it is. They knew it. So um, <laughs> I think that's what we're all continuing to do. We're all continuing to scour through these movies and look for that one thing that somebody just might slip up on or it, it, it comes up to um, like shrimp shots had brain farts because there, I had a couple in this past match where like, I'm like, I missed three and I'm kicking myself because like I was on the right track for two of them. And the, the, the Obi-Wan Kenobi question, in the speed round, like, I mean, like, Oh damn it. I knew I, I was playing it too loose. I, I could have picked it up there, but like, yeah, a team's one I dread a Star Wars team team's division because it would never end. It'd be like just one team dominates. Like, can you imagine if me and Alex or me and Tom uh, Thomas Harper or Alex and Thomas Harper teamed up? It's like nobody's beating that that combination. No. So no. I think it's it, it's a blessing that we don't have it. Yeah, and once you say that, I realize that. So let me let me and, and something else just hit me. What about okay? What about having uh, uh, a a Star Wars teams? Uh, at least you know match whatever but uh having one jedi master being one star wars competitor had one being someone else in their faction who isn't in the star wars division and that's like a like a a star wars player and a singles player yeah that would be interesting or i think you'd have to stay away from the rule if you've ever competed in an it match you're not eligible (laughs) So right, like, you, right. you're a you're, you're I'm sorry I, I hate saying that you're a player Star Wars player because we're all top tier players mm-hmm. um but like say so yeah, like an a player and then like maybe like your rookie um like singles player I think that'd be interesting because then you you learn so much with um with your other teammates that's I think that's something that I think the, the team's division shows us like you can vibe off your teammate and learn so much for them um, um, from just playing with them and being around them and just studying with them. I, I, I love studying with, with Eric. I love the meetings that we have. It's just because there's sometimes like he surprises me 
um, when he he pulls out something that I've like overlooked or I just flat out don't know because our our age difference and our generational differences. So I I, I think that would be be fun to do. Bonjour, Mr. Hunter. It's a pleasure meeting you, my friend. Thank you. Um, I I probably have the most important uh, question of all, and to address uh, uh, the demon uh, Damon's uh, concerns, what do you use to uh, to polish your belt, and is there any fingerprints on it? I try my best. Like I, I you know, I'm, I'm a videographer, um, so I have like lens polish and like 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 this like because I've had to um use like um this like isopropyl alcohol and stuff like that. I try not to do, just use that because it's too harsh, but um. <laughs> Water, just I don't want to because it's <laughs> I, I don't I don't have belt polish. I haven't looked that up, but water for the most part, baby wipes really work well on it because like they're a hundred like ninety nine percent water based. So yeah, baby wipes usually work well, and then I dry it off <laughs> and stuff like that. So yeah. <laughs> but but now my my true question is, what does this belt mean to you? I mean, like you've been oh, working man. it so hard. I know uh, it obviously means a lot, but I want to hear from your own words. Like, what does this accomplishment and also defending it mean to you now? It means everything. Like I, from the the very get go, I'm a very I'm a drastically different player than I was when I first entered. Even from my audition, like um, when I first auditioned, I was like November, what was it, three years ago? Um, my my daughter was just first for born. I was like, will I have the time to dedicate to this? Um, because I know how hard it is. Um, and uh, just coming up short so many times is is just so heartbreaking because like you put so much time and, and effort into this. Um, like I could be doing other things like me and my, and it's just a blessing this guy's now that she's in the division. It's like, this is something we both get to share now. Like it is like, it was my life's mission to get her to love star Wars <laughs> because she's a very brand new fan. She, the first movie she saw in theaters was the force awakens. And that's when she really started to get into it before mm -hmm. we, when we started dating, she, I, I was like, Oh man, do you like star Wars? You ever seen star Wars? She's like, I know of star Wars. I'm like, and I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a prerequisite before we got married for her to watch star Wars and actually pay Damn. attention this time because she, she jokes all the time. It's like, I watched it, but I didn't watch it with my heart. I only watched it with my eyes, but now she's to the point where she's just as deep into it now. And, um, and just to have her alongside with me and to be able to, to share this win with her because it, without her, I don't, I don't get to this point. She puts just as much time as our effort into it. And it means so much to both of us. Um, because, coming up it's two things that i love I, i've been a fan of the showdown for like since its inception and i've been a lifelong star wars fan and we it's like wait a minute there's a place where i can be celebrated for both of these things <laughs> and uh, yeah and it was it's just it's just great because it was it's a dream because um I, I remember my first time I, I met christian face to face in chicago when i debuted and we went out to people for to, like, the crew and a bunch of uh, uh the rest of us went out for pizza and i'm, I'm, I'm sitting at this huge table Christian Hollis to my right, Dagnino's right next to me. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I, like, is this real life? I'm at Star Wars. I'm at Star Wars Celebration. I'm having Chicago deep dish pizza with this these guys I followed for years. I never think I'd mm. be in this mission, and then years later, and you know, it, I, I'm finally at the mountaintop. And I said it in my pre post interview: the defending it is was something that I really wanted to do because sometimes people will will want to poke holes in your your first victory. It's like you got lucky. The only reason it's like you're you're so lucky that Damon just couldn't pull out pull it in like thirty seconds. You're so well, lucky. If if you, he didn't pull it in thirty seconds, you 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 wouldn't have won. Um, well, and now I hope yeah I hope this defense really validates that. 
Oh, felicitations, mon ami. You really deserve that you worked hard. And here's some many more belt defenses. I'm not even supposed to be on the show. I'm just producing, but I couldn't I, I couldn't uh, help myself to ask that question. So I'm out of here, but felicitations, man. Thank you. All right. Uh, to go to your previous comment about uh, putting like a high-tier uh, competitor and a low-tier competitor as a team, uh, I do uh, bell curves for all the different divisions. And uh, just an interesting little fact, you were higher than Alex's uh, average. Your average was higher than Alex's, and that's weird. And even then, both of you were considered uh, in the, the second tier of uh, competitors. That and just kind of mm -hmm. add to your comment about how all everyone is just that good, mm -hmm. and that's uh, really exactly what the data is showing. Is because the only one that is actually before your uh, match between that, the first time you faced off against. Uh, the, it was only one person that was superior, and that was John Campia, way back when in Orlando, when uh, him and Ken Aptock were mm -hmm. in overtime for like 30 points. So, and that's the only time that that's the only time. So, yeah, they only competed in one match. So, you really can't say, like, well, he would never survive that. Well, you don't really know because the data doesn't show that. But I, I think with now, with you and Alex going for 50, I think that bumped up to you. And, and Alex in the superior category. And now with this match, I'm, I haven't done the day yet, but I'm sure that's going to be even higher now. Yeah, no, numbers are weird with, with, with stuff like this because, like, you know, uh, Thomas Harper has 100% accuracy rate right now. Mm. But he's only, he only played one match. So um, that's why I say records in Star Wars Vision really mean nothing because yeah. anybody can be anybody on any given day. We, we've played, Mac, you know, you, you hear these wicked mock matches between competitors like, oh, my God, this person won against this person? I, I didn't think that. Anybody can beat anybody in the game day. It's just a matter of are you going to be prepared for for that curveball? Are you going to be prepared? Because um, I, I I always say like this one um, uh, quote that I love that I've heard recently from uh, a client of mine: um, "Those who fail to those who fail to prepare prepare to fail." So mm -hmm. that's really what it comes down to. I mean, numbers you can you can spout numbers off all day long, but like really what what matters is when you sit down at the desk and are you prepared for it. Yeah, we did kind of like a mock uh, collision uh, with my segment, and mm -hmm. I had Alex paired up with Sam Wood with a long-weighted match. And mm -hmm. Alex had, I think, a higher than 60% chance, and Sam only had like 36% chance. Mm -hmm. So, But that's based on their past performance. Yeah, and the division changes. The division yeah. changed yeah. drastically since since uh, both Campia and Whitworth competed. So you got to take that into effect as well. Yeah. And it's... I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about what's coming ahead. I know you just won and you just had two grueling matches over the last month or the last like 30 some days. Yeah, I think it's like 60 days or something or six weeks. My math is right. I can't remember. Yeah, but now we know who you're facing next mm -hmm. at Collision. We know you're facing Laura Kelly and Laura Kelly is someone who's bested you before. She she kind of spoiled your, your intro yeah, into this whole sorry, thing. Thank you for being here, but I had to say it. I'm a Laura Kelly. She'll, she's going to beat you. Oh, oh <laughs> damn. Jay, let... Jay, oh, wait, God. you want him to come back. Oh, yeah, man. Oh. Didn't I'm even sorry, let the question out. I'm sorry. Jay, Jay, Andrew, just to let you know, um, Jay's words do not reflect the views of my own. So just... just <laughs> That in no. mind. Any more searching for like, you want to be a permanent host on our show now? Right, but um, <laughs> how, 
the impression you could take the joke, I would never have said. It. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. The go. old the old hunter would be screaming at you right now, but I'm a more I'm a I'm a different type of competitor now. Yeah, he's real quirky nowadays. <laughs> but the, the the so your match with Laura, talk about story, right? Because she mm-hmm. like she kind of put it. Uh, she hampered your your introduction to the schmodown, and mm-hmm. right, at least your your competing or your competing mm-hmm. introduction to the schmodown. But now you get to face her again, and she's a completely different competitor than the one you faced. Both of you have grown so much mm-hmm. over the last X amount of time, however long it's been. But I mean, let me. So my question is, how short of a break are you taking? And uh, the second thing is, what is like, what about Laura? Like, what? How do you interpret Laura's play now? Like, we just saw her play Molly in February, and she was a killer that match. But I mean, you're out here you're besting the greatest of all time in the division. So, you know, nothing mm-hmm. to really scoff at. Right. Yeah. I mean, what does a break mean? Right. <laughs> I don't know what a break is. Like after my match with Alex, I gave it one, like literally I said, we, we celebrate and then we go back to work the next day. It hasn't changed. It hasn't changed at all. Like I, we won uh, last night and uh, I I've been adding, like um, we, we say it all the time in the Mercs, like there are wins and there are learning opportunities. Um, and my misses in this past match, those are learning opportunities. We're going to go back to see why I missed what I missed and polish those up. Um, and uh, she, Laura's great. She, she's a great competitor. I mean, uh, we squared off twice already. And both of us, you track, you, you track our trajectory between uh, uh, in the past couple of years of, uh, of our competition. We were both like, you know, on, on the ascend, like we're both drastically different players. Um, I, and I don't take that lightly. Um, I'm, I prepare for every competitor the same exact way, the same, same way I've been preparing for Alex. So, um, because I said it before, you prepare for Alex Damon, you prepare for anybody. Um, and now <laughs> that I've beaten Alex twice, it's kind of like, well, how, how do I top that? It's like, well, stay, stay, stay the same course, keep doing what you're doing. Um, and it, it's like I said before, if you, if you don't prepare, you're going to fail. So, uh, it's the same as always. I, I, I celebrated last night. Well, we, we, um, um, I talked to some friends, uh, answered some messages on, on DMs and stuff, uh, stuff like that, and then I hit the books again. Um, and I, I might take a small break for Mother's Day tomorrow, but by small, I mean a couple hours. <laughs> I'll, I'll make or, dinner, I'll make breakfast, I'll take care of the baby all day, and then when she goes down for bed, it's like, all right, go back to the computer, watch some more Star Wars, um, and, and get back at it. And a quick thing, if I can ask the fan, Andrew DeMolanta, isn't it crazy mm-hmm. that you beat Alex twice? Like, it's un- it's unreal. I, I constantly <laughs> have I constantly have to remind myself like because I I've been following Alex for years. Like he used to be the person that I would go to for like, hey, what comic book should I be reading? What story should I be paying attention to? Hey, that character in the background seems fun. Let me watch a video about him. Um, and uh, when the the Star Wars division debuted in Orlando at Celebration. Um, which I couldn't get into because I was stupid. I'm like, I'll be able to get into it. Nope. The line wrapped around the building. And I was like, well, we're not getting into this. Um, and somehow Alex got in there. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, remember like, Chicago, I waited promptly. I skipped the panels. I just yeah. sat right there and just waited my turn. Yeah. But I, I was, I was like, God, they need to get Alex Damon into this because like he would wreck everybody in this. I kept telling people, I'm like, man, they need to get Alex Damon from Star Wars explaining this. And lo and behold, he debuts and then years later i was like god I, he's the one you have to beat and I, I knew it it's like i knew once he started competing he would be the guy to beat and i, I never thought that i'd be in this situation the fan the competitor andrew would be like yeah i want to be and i know i can beat it but the fan andrew is like wow like, like i said while sitting at the table of christian harloff and tom dagnino i'm like what am i doing how am i here 
what timeline did I wake up in? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, is this an alternate universe here? What's going on? <laughs> what earth am I on? <laughs> so uh, now I know your next match is against Laura, and you really don't like to look past that match. But let's just say you get past Laura. The Star Wars tournament going on now. What competitor or is there one that you would really really like to face or is there just whoever wins that tournament wins that tournament and bring it on whoever wins it i mean every single competitor i would love to face there's a couple in there that i've faced before um and i would love to see again um but there's there's new blood i always love seeing new blood come into this uh, into this division and there there's a couple there's a handful of names i was like oh man i would really love to face thomas harper I would really love to face Zach Raquette. Um, you know, uh, I would love to see Ace again. Um, but yeah, any, anybody that comes out of it, they're very, they're going to be deserving of it. They're going to uh, be because look at the competition. You, if you if you win that tournament, there there's some really big big names in that. So whoever comes out of it, I'll be ready for to take on. But I can't look at that like like I said, I can't look at that right now. I have to focus on the next one. Um, so yeah. Um, uh, I got one final question here for you. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, I heard something bang, ping and I'm like, Oh wait, what is that? I've never heard that. Before. Uh, um, now obviously I would assume and everyone would assume that Alex was kidding about this, but I have to ask cause you never know. Did he really <laughs> back of that belt? The, the, the AD, um, I mean, there are some scratches on the back. <laughs> right. That's Andrew doing them himself last night. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, there is a suspicious scratch that looks like an A. I will, I will give you that much. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, never really I will, a, a fun little factoid, like when I got the belt in, uh, from FedEx, um, there's a, a P, I actually had to fix it. Because there's a piece like of leather coming off the bottom, mm-hmm. and luckily, like I, I dabble in a couple like prop things. Like, um, you know, I find I follow a bunch of prop people online on YouTube. Punish props is a really big one, and like I was like, oh man, how am I gonna fix this? Punish props, they'll tell me how. And I actually had to like glue it back on with a special like like bonding tape and stuff. So, but it's it's all good now. <laughs> Come on, schmodown. They should be <laughs> that. Point. I know. I blame FedEx for that because it was like it. You know, you know how they. I was like, oh, what is this? And they just drop it off your your front door. So, but it's all good now. <laughs> now did Alex send it to you personally? Because he had it. So, did he actually pack it, package it up, and ship it to you? Yes. Yeah, that's how it works. Like, because um, yeah, to put a note or anything in there. I'm just curious if there was any. And if you don't want to say that's fine, but I no, was, it was it was just a belt. <laughs> Me and Alex are on really good terms in real life. I mean, we we constantly DM, DM each other about like, oh, did you see that match? Um. And, and stuff like that but like uh that's another thing that i'm, I'm just real like oh god i'm actually i can actually say i'm friends with alex, alex damon because yeah. three to four years ago it's like it's this guy that i follow on youtube that i, I actually absolutely adore and i like his, his content is great but like now it's like oh i'm like i, I know him <laughs> i know him personally now yep um well uh if you have time and you'd like to would you like to stick around for about 15 more minutes or two more uh minutes? i can stick around for like five more minutes because you know parent life <laughs> Yeah, cool. Well, we're, well, we're responsibility. Gonna, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and get into a little bit of the pay per view match discussion tomorrow night. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I assume you watched that. Yeah, I, I caught a couple uh, a bit of it because um, I, I couldn't I, I couldn't watch it completely. You know, again because it came on at what like eight o'clock and I was putting my daughter to bed, so I caught like a 
glimpses of it. So I rewound what I when I could, but um, yeah, I, I caught a, a bit of it. Yeah, well, well, of what you caught, what did you think of that undercard, man? It was wow, it was really great. <laughs> yeah like we th we were expecting a, an overtime like a sudden death it just wasn't the match that we thought it was going to be in right right uh, that, it's, that, and that's the that's the schmodan right like um i was excited to see peggy gum because peggy Gums has a, such an amazing story um and it, it, a very personal story and um that's one of the things i really like admire her for is just being so transparent being so open with your your story um and it, it, it rang personal with with our household um just just being open then we actually did messages there's like thank you for being so open because sometimes people just don't understand um stuff like this and how like personal the, we, we can and like to put yourself out there is great so i was really like rooting for her and that's but that aspect but radis man where, where do we find this guy <laughs> he's, 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 he's the worst right like uh, we, we yeah. can, you can be honest <laughs> like he he's i and I I'm friends mm -hmm. with his advocate Taylor Cleek. Like I I, I yeah. love Taylor so much, but his client, I had to go and spoil the Peggy Gubbins party. Like I only root I only root for him because he's on my fantasy team. Like mm -hmm. I I guess I picked the bottom of the barrel and I got the rager. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it was a great match, and they both yeah. played. Like they they had yeah they missed some questions here and there, but it's it was really damn good. And yeah, if you had asked me right before shit, you could ask me during the match like. Hey, this is the one that goes to sudden death, right? It's like no, like Alex, <laughs> Alex and, and Andrew are about to you know tear the house down again, and yeah, and this match will be decided by the third round. And uh, Chris, why are you like? I'm not lying. <laughs> yeah, like the like the Rager, like Rager's oh, the Ferris. What's up, Ferris? <laughs> like Rick Radis is not the best human being. I mean, not only is he with Dagnino, and I mean Andrew Dimolanton. I mean, no stranger to 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 Tom yeah. Dagnino. Oh my, he had to he had to flee. To get away from him, but Rad is like the spawn of that, and now like Taylor Cleek, his his regent. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna, I'm I'm not gonna shit talk my boy. That's my homie. His clients, mm -mm, that's not where the party's at. So I'm not, I'm not lying. Why would this, I lie? This is the thing about this season, though, because if you look at the rosters for all the factions, we've they've all drafted according to not not just talent but persona. Everybody on the exchange fits that. That persona, I know, I know that right. I know that person persona personally because I used to be on that faction, and just it doesn't it wasn't for me this season, so that's why I left. But from top down, Radis, Khan, Gold Leader, um, uh, Brother Lomas, these are personalities that fit so well with that that just what they're doing over there, and it's it's working. It's obviously working, oh. but I am curious to see how Radis does in his next match because you're not going to get a rookie if a two and zero record, right? You're not going to get a rookie. That's just how it goes. So mm -hmm. I'm, I am curious to see what, who he goes up against next and what, cause you know, obviously, you know, there's tiers to the competitors. He's gone from rookie tier to the next tier, which is veterans. And what type of veteran is he going to get? So I'm curious to see um, his next matches and how he'll, how he'll, he'll do. Um, I'd like and, to we got about another minute with you here, Andrew. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, Suge Knight left a stereo comment for you specifically. We'll go. Oh, Suge. Run out. What's up, Suge? That's right. The champ is here. The champ is here. Don't you forget it. Andrew Demolanta is the champ. Not only did he beat Damon once, he beat him twice. He beat him in both kind of fashions. 
don't you ever forget that Andrew Demolante is the man. I picked him to win the first time, and I picked him again to win the second time. He is the champ of the Star Wars division. Don't you forget. He's going to beat Laura Kelly, and then he's going to beat Damon for a third time after Damon wins the tournament. That's right. Oh, and shout man. out to Chris Lopez, uh, my co-host for Spin River Reels. Yep. Shout out to Jay. Shout out oh. to Frenchie. But so proud of you, Andrew. Cannot wait for you to defend that belt against Laura Kelly again. Remember, the champ is here. Best there is. Let's go. Man, Shrek's so awesome, man. Thank you, Shrek, man. He's he's been behind my back for forever, and I, I love him for it, man. Thanks, man. Shrek's yeah. the best, and yeah. I mean, and he when when we watched your first match together, he my man was in literal tears, and I, I bet he told you because he was telling everybody. Yeah. But like my my man was like crying, and I'm like, damn, like like this is like again, it's it's another one of those reasons into why the Schmodown's so like it's it's bigger than movie trivia, right? And we talk about the personalities, we talk about the trivia all the time, and and we were talking about um, the, the stats and stuff, but it's like the fandoms where the party's at. And I know pe- people like to point out the bad eggs, but moments like that, like Andrew, when you won, you're like, yeah, like, it's like, yeah, like that's like, that's what it is. Like that gets me hyped mm-hmm. and Suge's out here crying and it's this whole thing. And I'm like, it's the, the Schmodown is so damn cool. And to have folks like you who were fans moved on, became competitors, worked your way to a title match, beat the greatest in that damn division. And now here you are after you beat him again. And it, it, it's like that road is so crazy to me. So, I mean, mm-hmm. thank you, Andrew, for just for, be, for being the shit, dude. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, and uh, a final word for me before uh, you roll out of here. Uh, Dan had you in the fantasy draft. I had Alex Damon, so I didn't get the points against Dan. But I will say uh, I am in no way upset about that whatsoever, man. Mm-hmm. Uh Congratulations. And yeah, your reaction when you, uh, in the last match before, when you first took the title, infectious, man, the, the joy and your you. personality that, that you put off is infectious, man, in a very good way. Um, congratulations, Andrew DiMolanta. Uh, Thank you. The Star Wars title champion. Down. Uh, have a great, great weekend, sir. Thank you again very much. Thank you. All Thanks, right. Brother. What a that's, guy. That's great. Uh, I, I love his attitude. And, and and I would have only made that joke if I honestly felt he could take it. And I felt he could take it. Um, right. But I, I, I will I, I'm definitely going to clip that out and send it to Kelly and tell her, you should watch this. And like, you know. You know. <laughs> yeah, you went rogue for a second. I'm like, damn, Jay, yeah. like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, but uh, real quick, we do have uh, a few uh- I had a heart attack. I literally had a heart attack, like, <laughs> like five seconds later. He's a champ. <laughs> I, I hope he took it well, but I was obviously kidding. So, um, but uh, yeah, let's let's scroll through these last messages we have here, and then we will wrap it up. Uh, we got one from Dagan, a couple from Dagan, actually. Oh yeah. Yeah, you can't change the format of a match it, when it mm. comes to JTEs just because it's a title match. I mean, that's what those two I mean, extra rounds I mean. are for. That's to add to the level of having it be a title match. But, yeah, I don't think you change the format at all, Mm -hmm. really. I mean, again, it's like the Super Bowl analogy that I used. You wouldn't take away a team's timeouts just because it's the Super Bowl or change it at all. So I don't think they need to add or get rid of any JTs in title matches, period. Facts. That's fair. I mean, I have to say, if we wanted to change it, but I'm not changing it at all. I agree with the title matches. I was just saying, like, the regular three-round matches take one JTE away. 
Mm. It might not work with rookies because they might need that extra JT. Just dude, if you need it, then you don't deserve to be batting in the major leagues, dude. That's wait, all I. Oh my god! What? Okay, what? I'm, I'm staying on for this comment. Jay, you lost your fucking mind, bro. Jay, why'd you say that? And I'm just making, I'm just saying stuff that sounds cool at the time. Do you think like FCL, like every FCL competitor needs like six repeats? Is that is because they're not obviously they're not in the majors. So like, if they need them, man, I don't know. I don't know. I I know what I'm saying. We all disagree that if uh, the slowdown was run by Jay, it would just die. Yeah, no. pretty much. Because oh. if Jay ran the showdown, he'd be like, "Oh, Demolanti liked that belt. Well, I'm taking away all your repeats." <laughs> yeah, because basically, guy? he would copy paste just what what happens in baseball and put into showdown. It wouldn't work. So yeah, I would yeah. watch it. It'd be <laughs> nine <laughs> rounds. <laughs> It'd be five hours long. <laughs> Laura but Kelly would get every oh, Star Wars oh, championship match. Yeah, Laura Kelly's go. the fault number one contender. <laughs> uh, we got three more messages here. Uh, a couple more from Dagan and one from ASG. Network. Here's another one from Dagan. When it comes to Alex Damon, is the era of Alex Damon over? The answer is fuck no. I think this guy, he lost. You know, he, he's going to tear it up in the tournament. Uh, you know, I was listening to the action guys talking about this actually before the match and they were saying that maybe he doesn't win the tournament. He goes away for a while. He studies like crazy and he comes back next season and just destroys everybody in his path. Yeah. I, I mean, like he's going to uh, Emperor Palpatine himself, clone himself, disappear for a couple of years and clone himself and be back. Let's just hope he doesn't end up like Palpatine and die again. But yeah, I, I completely know. agree. I mean, the thing is that you know this long run of his, I think that's over because you got Thomas Harper, you got Marie Wilson, you got all these competitors coming in, and I don't think we're gonna see a long run like that ever again. M- maybe, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I just You're- feel that if with all these competitors coming in, it's gonna be very, very difficult to maintain that belt. For as long as Alex is, and talking about in days, I'm not talking about title defenses. That's a and different. You know, you know what? A- ASG has a point though. If he disappears and comes back at a little while, mm-hmm. it is over. It's going to be a new thing. era, right? But but right. I, I don't I don't think he is going to disappear long. No. I mean, he, he, we're not talking about years. He'll play here. again this season. He will play again this yeah, season for sure. Play. And and to be honest, it's. It is still a new era because now I think I find it's going to be the era of Demolanta, Harper, and Damon, um, and it's going to be up to them to 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 to, to do the the new era. But uh, why I chose that question specifically is I keep seeing after the last match in a lot of the chats, Discords, Facebook, Damon is over. Damon is over. Damon is over. He's not That's a lie. over. That's a lie. That's a lie. lie. And, and it, it just. It just makes me realize how short people's memories are. They're child sharing for Damon, but they all want to see a winner lose, right? And it's going to happen to them a lot too. If he has a run, everyone's going to share for him to lose because they want a new change. But doesn't mean and doesn't take away the fact that he is going to do things and re-win and re-have a run probably. Uh, and people are just wanting a change, and that's why they're writing, writing him off. And not because he's really done, but because people just want changes. And for right. me, that's not valid, man. Like I get it. Like there's there's a whole new crop of talent now, and 
any of these folks can be anybody. Anyone can be anyone as far as I'm concerned in any division ever. So now Star Wars is at its most competitive. And it started at last year's tournament. I'll say it before. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Like last year's Star Wars tournament proved to people why this should be around. And yes, fans are extremely fickle. And the second they see something that um, they see someone lose the way they did, they're like, oh, no, they're done. Is this run by Alex Damon over? Yes. Dimalata put it to an end last night. That's That era is done. Well, if he plays for the title later this year and he wins, all right, here we go. Here we go. We're going to start it all over again. This era, however, to answer your question, is done. There's, there's no more era, but that doesn't mean he can't have another one. Now, do I think he'll have another one? I'm with Dan. I don't think it's possible nowadays. That you're not there's no more Bruce Greens. You're not playing Bruce Green every week. Oh. That ain't it. I love I love Bruce. I love I love what he was doing at Funhouse at the time. I still love him to this to this day. But my man came up and he was not prepared for the wall he was running into. Yeah. And, then, right. and look at so, look what he did. And look what Alex Damon has done three and a half years later. So I, I think, to blame. Uh, yeah. Uh I think we have uh I have a couple of stereos. So as much as I love you, uh I love you, Chris. Shut up. I'll stop. I'll stop. <laughs> Join us full time, you freaking slacker, and then you can talk more. Um, yeah, we got four more stereos. We're gonna run through them real quick. Uh, please don't send any more stereos. We got to get out of here uh, here in a, here in a couple minutes. But here's the one from ASG. If I were to change the JTE rule, and I probably wouldn't change anything, but if I were to change the JTE rule, I would uh, just make it so that sudden death it carries over. With however many you still had left. Oh, okay. That's I, it. I, I That's like it. That. I like that. Hmm. I, I agree. I agree. If there is a change, yeah. But taking it off completely, you not see it. No. You're right. Yeah. Well, let's see what Dagan says. Uh, slim chance he'll agree with me, but let's find out. I do want to point out something interesting, which is that I asked on different shows the top three Star Wars players right now Demolanta, Damon, and Laura Kelly. Uh, if I asked them all the same question. Do you think you have to go perfect in a Star Wars title match? And the only one to say no was Alex Damon, because mm. I think he mentioned something about how you can still get flustered because it's a more high-pressured situation. So I just found that interesting that both Demolanta and Kelly said that they thought that you ha did have to go perfect, uh, whereas Alex Damon said you did not. So just... Some crazy stuff right there. Yeah. Well, we saw last night that you didn't have to play. Dimelanta didn't. Yeah. He missed three questions, though. He got damn close. That's not perfect, though. Close to except for horseshoes and hand, hand grenades. Onto the last two, our buddy fares. Check. Check. Is this working? What's up, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Ferris. Hey, Ferris. Oh, good Lord. Ferris. He left another one, so maybe this that was the mic check, and this is uh, where he spits the mad rhymes. Oh, I actually have a question. Oh, hold on. I actually have a question for everybody. Uh, do y'all think Alex's current IG run hindered his Star Wars focus yeah. for his for his his second title match? Because we forget that he played two IG matches prior to this. So, you know, what do you guys think of that scenario possibly thrown out there that IG hindered his Star Wars play? 100% agree. 100% yes. agree because 
Christian even said himself multiple times, being a multi-division um, player is the hardest thing you can do in the showdown. It requires so much of your time just for one division that uh, unless you're you're not human, which we all are, is almost impossible to keep on, especially the, with the run he had, right, with Star Wars. Uh, I personally think it was a, an error, him going to IG and, and putting in his energy to IG. If he wanted to continue being uh, the, the the reigning champion, he should have just, especially for this season. Last season, I understand the whole points thing, but this season was fixed, right? There was no reason for him to go into IG, and he still did. Ego, I don't know, but it wasn't necessary, and I think that really cost him his belt. A lot of that is Roxy's fault because she did not draft IG. Mm. She sat there and she said, okay, Damon, you, I, I want you both in Star Wars and IG. Roxy didn't go out and get any other protection for the IG division, for the stars. And we saw, so it happen, Roxy. we saw what happened at the end of last season with Chance Ellison. He lost the team's belt and he lost the Inner Geekdom title match handedly by Chandra Dandapani. So multiple divisions is not easy. And with Alex, I guarantee if it was up to him, he would not have played those matches Maybe the first one against Craig, but the second one against Mike, if he could have opted out, I bet he would have. And, and to go with the what ASG, yes, but there's no like high tier. Hanno is good. We had him two times. I love the guy. He's not, but he, 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 there's, it, there's, there's such no, a division in, in the class of players in IG that you kind of go after, go after uh, if you really want to be solid, after a top A player, and those are hard to get. But she could have, right? Especially in free agent signing. There's things you can do. I just, for me, uh, I, I completely agree with Ryan. Yeah. Uh, Double D, quick final word if you have one. Uh, actually, I agree with Frenchie. Yeah, I agree that Alex was, uh, that's all I'm going to say. Frenchie was right. Fair enough. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, we're going to jump off here. Uh, most importantly, Frenchie, stay up here because Frenchie's got a show that's about to start on his channel over on Schmoes of the North. Why don't you go ahead and start us off with plugs and let let everybody know uh, where to go to catch that right now here in a few minutes. Well, first off, um, for everyone who's who, who's watching, uh, please like. Even though the show is finished, please like. It's going to help us for our post-live uh, views. Uh, and also, do not forget to subscribe because it is a um, a crime. We're only at 78 subscribers. We had Christian twice. We have amazing guests, amazing co-hosts uh, co like Ryan, like my man Chris, even though he can't shut up to save his fucking life. Uh, and... Uh, and uh, it is a crime we're only at 78, so please like and sub. That being said, as well, Schmozenorf, my uh, my baby, uh, follow that, like that. And we have Mount Schmodown, uh, they're following and they're uh, the career of Sam Levine. Sam himself, the usual suspect's head, um, is going to be uh, covered on that show. It's going to be a very interesting one. We're going to get Soda replacing Ben uh, for this week, and we got the main staples of Ryan and John from Movie Lovers Unite. And I pretty much have to go work in an hour, and it's going to be crazy. So um, I can't wait to, to finish this thing because I'm not going to have a fun time tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Make me a pizza, bitch. Um, I, I, I wish, <laughs> but I can't cross the borders with a pizza, bro. Yeah, I can't. Two weeks to deliver. Um, uh, Double D, uh, where can the folks find you at, bud? You can find me at Twitter simply at Dan Dolinsky. You can find me here uh, Saturdays running the numbers for everybody. And uh, that's all I have. 
And Ryan, thanks for joining us, man. Your first time on. Thank you for joining us. A lot of fun, bud. Uh, where can folks find you at? Hey, again, thank you guys very much for having me. Uh, I don't have much, just at Twitter at uh, Petboy27. And uh, yeah, thanks again for having me on. It was a blast. Excellent. Uh, thank you again for joining us. And Chris Lopez, who one of these days, man, I'm I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to quit asking you, man. I won't help. <laughs> I'm not going to quit asking you. But Chris Lopez, everybody. Yes. Uh, thank you guys so much for inviting me back on. This was a lot of fun to do. I love doing y'all's show. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter at C. Anthony Lopez, right down at the bottom. Follow me there. I talk Schmodown and all the other fun stuff, movies, all that geek stuff. Uh, on Mondays, the show that Jay's trying to steal me away from, Spin from the Real, a Schmodown reaction show every Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern, <laughs> 7 p.m. Central. Uh, I'm on there with my boys, Shook, you heard him earlier, and Matt Thomas on Watt, W-A-T, Real, two E's, Entertainment. It's a long name. Just type in Spin from the Real, R-E-E-L, Schmodown. You'll find our videos and our channel. Uh, subscribe and uh, come check us out on Monday. Thanks, guys. So basically, Jay Wade is a Schmodown stalker. He's not going to let go until you're, you're on the show. <laughs> I might have to put a restraining order. I'm just saying. I'm about to clarify. Uh, I do not want to steal him away from me. I don't want him to quit anything. I just want him to add another show being this. Uh, he has a life, Jay Wade. I know. I do too. And, and I, but I don't care about other people's lives. I want them to so, that's what makes me a good American. Uh, <laughs> American yeah. J Wade 1134. That's the letter J W A D E 1134. Also the same on stereo and on stereo and Twitter at the Jcast network. Um, uh, and yes, please follow this channel here. Uh, just premiered a new Star Wars show called The Mad Batch, a Star Wars shit show, which uh, has myself, Dean Lewis, um, Sean AFK, Sarah Blue. And Paige for Betty is a full-time crew member on that. And bi-weekly is Thomas Harper. So uh, be sure and check that out. Friday's live at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time on this oh. channel. And, and sorry, before That's I go, I, I completely forgot. And how can I talk about Harper? Uh, oh, yeah. on Today at 9 uh, Eastern, we have our premiere of uh, Let's Talk About Star Wars, which is um, more of a what-if series about Star Wars. And our special guest is with Thomas Harper, and it is hosted with Taco, and none longer than the Gold Reader himself. It's going to be every week and with special guests, so do not miss that out. It's going to be interesting, interesting conversation. Yep. Lots of good stuff going on, guys. Uh, um, not just these channels, but, uh, you know, Spin from the Real, we've got represented here. Uh, Let's Get Ready Network, uh, Point of View, uh, Call to Action, Schmoes, uh, was it... Uh, Schmoes in the North, bro. <laughs> no, but uh, show me the money. Show me, me the money. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, Brandon. Um, and uh, yeah, but uh, that'll do it for this week. Until next week, everyone. Where our guest? Well, actually, oh. yes, Marie Wilson will be one of our guests, and we're going Ooh. to up someone else to be get two of them on at the same time. But we'll we'll see how that works out. But everyone, have a great and safe week. Thank you very much for joining us. See you next time. You want to hear something funny? The mic wasn't on that whole time. No way. Yeah, for real. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so smooth.